Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. in my heart tonight as we prepare ourselves for supernatural shift is from Luke chapter 1. Uh, you, can, you can go back and then study study the whole uh, since we have public holidays uh, you can study it from tonight study the whole chapter so that you can put it in context you can put it in context Study the whole chapter, Luke chapter 1. Uh, you, you see the visitation of God in that chapter. Uh, you see the conversation of the principal character. Uh, Mary was there. Zacharias was there. Elizabeth was there. Uh, Joseph was there. All of them were in context of that Luke chapter 1. And so, Angel Gabriel was also there. And of course, the whole Trinity was present because something is about to happen. Something that changed the course of humanity. That is the birth of John and then the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, in that context, in that conversation, you can see hopes, you can see promises, you can see prophecy. Those are things that are there. And you can see God in his sovereignty backing those things up to see that it surely come to pass. So this year, we have a word. It's a year of dominion. So God's word has gone ahead of us. This is June, which splits the year into two. The question is, how fair do you think you have gone with the word of the Lord for this year? If you feel that you are doing okay, the word to you is that there is much more. If you feel that you haven't really done anything, I will not agree with you because, you see, when a woman is pregnant, uh, it, she doesn't, she may not feel it, she doesn't see her baby yet, but she can feel the impact of that baby. There is what is called kicking. So, it may be that you are just at that phase where things have not really consummated, but hey, as we look up to God in prayer, in, in worship, in fellowship, uh, the baby will kick more. And you have a renewed hope towards the uh, EDD that God has spoken to you. Can I have an amen tonight? So I will pick from that old chapter. I will just speak two verses. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. I mean... This was Elizabeth, the relative of Mary, 
who in an old age uh, conceived what looks impossible happened. And she was about six months pregnant. And so, verse 37 says, For with God, for with God, for with God. So, as we prepare for this second half, your testimonies should be for with God, for with God, for with God, for with God. I mean, people in the business world, they have their parameters, they have their indices which they work with. And they make good predictions sometimes. But this one, we are working with the owner of the whole universe. We're working with God who is the beginning and the end of all things. We're working with God who has time in his hands. Your time, my time is in his hand. We're working with God who can collapse years into seconds. We're working without God who by him, through him, with him, everything is possible. So it says, with God, nothing will be impossible. This is your year of dominion. This is your season of renewed hope. This is your season from, for visitation from all night. So it says, with God, with God, with God. If there is something you and I need to do in those two days, is that we will see him. The one who made the promises, which are yes and amen for us in Jesus, nothing shall be put in the context of impossibility. He said, with God, nothing shall be impossible. Can we read other translations, please? For with God, outside God, it may be that some things are impossible. But with God, nothing shall be impossible. Other translation is said, for with God, nothing is ever impossible and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. What is the promise of God to you before you came into this year? He's saying tonight that with him, nothing is ever impossible. So it means God is fixed we are the one who can become variables. So it's an opportunity to realign our hope back into the promises of God, which are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. He said, for every promise of God or every promise from God shall surely come true. In Romans, I think chapter 3, verse 2, it says, God, he said, let every man be a liar, but let God be true. Let God be true. Is it 3, 2 or 2, 3? He said, let every man be a liar. But let God be true. And that is it. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Can we go on with other translations of Luke one thirty-seven? Luke one thirty-seven. Other translations. Oh, I'm looking at my front. He said, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Other ones, he said, for the word of God, we never fail. Can I have an amen tonight? For the word of God, we never fail. I mean, it just reminds me, each time I read 1 Corinthians 13, he said, love never fails. Love never fails. He 
said, for with no word from God will ever fail. No word. No word. God does not misuse words. He doesn't just use words flippantly. No. No word from God will ever fail. Ever, ever fail. Other ones, please. Other one. He said, not one promise from God is empty of power. For nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. If there is any faith that you need to exercise during this thing, it's that mindset that with God, with God, with God, I mean, I'm not outside God. I am with Him. In Him I live, move, and have at me. So the one that I have business with, His word is true from the beginning. Not one promise from Him is empty of power. For nothing is impossible with God. Can I have an amen tonight? And the other verse I want to pick out, which I want us to also read in different translations, is verse 45. This was when, I mean, Mary Elizabeth had the greeting of Mary. The baby leaped in her womb, which I'm trusting for many of you. I mean, there is a rekindled hope, rekindled blessing, rekindled renewal of our faith in God. Even as we seek him, he said, oh, why is it that I am favored? Look at what it says in verse 45. He said, blessed is she who believed. Blessed. 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 Empowered to prosper is she who believed. Empowered to make progress is he who believed. For there will be fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. So the time of fulfillment is here. Other translations, please. Let's read about three or four. Is that you are blessed because you believe that the Lord will do or will do what he said. God doesn't make empty promises. God doesn't do campaign. He's not a politician. Because people can relinquish on their campaign promises. But he said, we are blessed because we believe that's the condition we must believe we are blessed because we believe that the lord will do what he said other ones say i'm blessed that he's happy to be envied i'm reading another one i'm reading amplified classic here i'm reading tpt there he said i'm blessed happy to be envied is she who believed that there will be a fulfillment of the things which were spoken to her from the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we just lift up our hands for one or two minutes and just thank him? I don't know what he has said before we came into this year. Can you thank him because his promises, they are yes and amen for us in Christ Jesus. They are yes and amen. He said, blessed, happy to be envied. It's she who believe that there will be a fulfillment of the things that were spoken to her from the Lord. One more translation, please. One more translation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, great favor is upon you. Can I have an amen tonight? For you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. You have believed. You have believed. I just sense in my heart, which I already mentioned to our ministers, I just sense a burden to pray. It is time to pray. That's why we are dedicating the two days. It's just a burden. 
And you know there is just something about the natural bath. When a woman is carrying something, on the day of delivery, the midwives, they just do something that is interesting. Why every, even if she's shouting and all that, they just say, take in the breath. And then the next thing that they say is push. So these two days, we will midwife ourselves in the place of prayer. And all you just have to do is to push. Push the burden. Delay things that have been hanging around. Just push them out. And see the fulfillment of God's word. The things that has grown so dim have a renewed vision concerning them. The vigor that you need to the courage that you need to bat those things, receive it over these two days. So what is bathing? Is an act or process of bringing forth. An act or process an act or process in the natural once a woman realizes that she has conceived they begin the preparation part of the preparation is the prenatal or is it is it antenata that's what it's called antenata so they go regularly and the midwife or the sister or the matron or the doctor they check in on her to believe that things. So we have taught January to June. We are checking. Because the word of the Lord does not fall to the ground. We are checking each service. We are checking. Opportunity to pray. Is that checking time? And then the woman out of gladness begin to shop. Begin to, to, to joy. Begin to emanate. Because it is inevitable that the things which were spoken by the Lord will surely come to pass. So, that process, that act of bringing forth is what is called birthing. But there is something also that is synonymous to this in the natural. It's called gestation. Gestation. What is gestation? It's that period of development inside the womb. The period God doesn't give back to stillbirths. No. 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 So, the miracle, it has to be with cooperation of the human ghost and the Holy Ghost. So, that gestation period, something is inside the womb. So, it's a period between conception and actual giving birth. For women in the natural, it varies from each woman to woman. Some just have it, they call it triester, they just have it smooth, smoothly or true. Some have maybe issue with menu, they just don't want, they can ask you that they want to eat rice, by the time the rice that landed, they want amala. So there are, there are things that happen and the body begins to recognize that something is growing. So the gestation period is that period. And I believe and I believe that's why the body to pray. I believe many of us are in that gestation period. There are things we want to see happen in business. There are things we want to see happen in our family. There are things we want to see happen even in our nation. There are things we want to start. 
for multiple streams of income. Because we, I mean, in the midst of this, I believe God is planting dreams and aspiration to start something new. So we are in the gestation period. There's something that keeps every woman through the gestation period. It's called the EDD. So no matter the pains, no matter the uh, nauseation or nauseating moment, the EDD is, is what keeps her. So as we pray, we will allow the Holy Spirit to paint the picture of the EDD. Because in Zechariah 4, 6, it said, it's not by power, it's not by mind, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. In 1 Samuel 2, 9, he said, for by strength, for by strength, for by strength, for by strength, if it's with God, there is nothing called impossible, but we need to also learn to lean into his strength to be able to see the things that he has said come to pass. So it is time to pray. There is that burden or push because God is sustaining people through this gestation period until their EDD and it varies from each person. But there's something very beautiful as good news tonight. Ecclesiastes 3.11 No matter where you are, where I am, said he has made everything beautiful in his time. One translation says, use the word is, is. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He said he has also put eternity in their heart. Except that no one can find out the work of God. But we can. Because eyes have not seen. ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of any man. The things God has prepared them that loved him. He said, but God can reveal these things to us by his spirit. For his spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. 1, 2, 9, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. So, from this scripture, we understand that time has gates. Time, this time. So, God has given, God is not, he doesn't measure what he wants to do uh, with our calendar time, but this is our own time. It has gates. So, we have it in seconds. We have it in minutes. We have it in hours. We have it in days. We have it in months. We have it in years. We have it in decades. We have it in millennium. So, God has given us time to measure our progress with him. So, in 1 Chronicles 12, 32, the Bible talks about some people or a specific people, they who prepare themselves before the Lord, they call them the sons. The Bible called them the sons of Issachar. They had the understanding of the times that they are in. They know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs or their brethren, about 200, and all their brethren, 
these people were just a group of 200 people and the thousands because if you read that chapter you see the various other tribes they are in hundreds of thousands but these 200 people had what they know what they had the understanding of the times they know what Israel ought to do and their chiefs were at their command so it's time to pray please this is the time to pray. I'm saying it to you. May none of us, may we, may we not beg in the time of harvest. Bible talks about this. Don't forget, if you read, we call it the parable of ten virgins. All of them were ten virgins. They were virgins. So they qualified to enter with the bridegroom. But what makes it different, what separated the five from five is their preparation. So brethren, lighthouse people, those watching online who are connected to us in one way or the other, it is time to pray. There is a body to pray. There is a, a time, the time that we are in is to download things, to download things. The Bible regards them as foolish. What is foolishness? Not doing what you are supposed to do at the right time. That's foolishness. What is foolishness? By, um, by cutting the things that you are supposed to do and looking for a cheap replacement. That's foolishness. So, they were foolish. They didn't prepare. They had lambs. So, they know the word. But they didn't have oil. They were not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. They didn't, they didn't inquire from the Holy Spirit. They didn't inquire from Him. This is a time to pray. This is a time to be led by the Spirit. This is a time to receive courage, to act on those divine inspired moments. And I have an amen tonight. You know, 2023... It's the year of our dominion. So the gate is open unto us. So I believe in the second half of the year, Psalm 84 verse 11 is coming to pass. He said, it will not, it will not withhold good. He said, no good thing will it withhold. So in other words, the second half, there is a tone of finality from heaven. There is a tone of divine completion. There is a tone of full time. Because that's what it happened. After gestation period, the full time comes. The EDD comes. Pending things are coming into perfection. So, in the Bible, it wasn't the interpretation of the word Elizabeth. Elizabeth means promise. But the situations around her was contrary. So the Bible, they made reference to her as the one who was barren. Promise, they're barren. So barrenness stands for trials. It may stand for affliction. It happens to people, families, career paths. Delay in promotion, businesses, pending transactions. 
But Elizabeth means promise fulfilled. I pray by the Spirit of God that you will stay married to the prophetic word in this second half. I pray by the Spirit of God that you will come into your fullness in this second half. I pray for the divine coincidences, the element of timing and season bringing you to a place of delivery in the name of the Lord Jesus. So I prophesy divine completion. I prophesy divine finality. I prophesy divine speed. I prophesy divine fulfillment. I prophesy divine performance. As we move into the second half of the year. Can we pray in other tongues for some few minutes? is right now. The time of divine finality over that word, over that promise, yes Lord is right now. The time for your divine speed is right now. The time for your divine fulfillment as regard that promise is right now. The time for divine performance of all the things that I've spoken to you in the time past, it's right now. As you prepare your heart as you learn to lean into me, it is a time to drink. It is a time to be hungry. It is a time that your hunger and your task is being fulfilled by me. I will be with you in this second half of the year. If you will walk with me, listen to my voice, you will see great and wonderful things that I will begin to do, says the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, second half, supernatural shift. As we make this shift, number one, there is a call to drink. In John chapter 7, verses 37 and 38, 
There is a call. A call to drink. A call to drink. What does the Bible say? He said, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirst, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. So, this weekend is a time to come and drink. He said, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, the one who says nothing shall be impossible, as his word has said, out of his heart we flow rivers of living water. So, it is a call to drink. Number two, it's a call to spiritual awakening. It is a call to spiritual awakening. In Joel chapter 2, verses 18 to 21. Joel chapter 2, verses 18 to 21. He said, then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. He said, the Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil. Can I have an amen? He said, and you will be satisfied by them. He said, I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations. But I will remove far from you the northern army. Whatever it is that has plagued you, that has plagued your business, that has plagued your family, God says he will remove them away. He will drive them away into a barren and desolate land. And their face will face towards the eastern sea. And their back towards the western sea. And their stench will come up. And their father will rise. Why? God has complete. There is a final tone of judgment on everything that has harassed you so far. Say, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice. For the Lord has done marvelous things. The Lord has done marvelous things. This is prophetic. The Lord has done marvelous things. And we are rejoiced and we are glad in him. Glory to God. Hallelujah to our King. So what do you need to do as we make this supernatural shift? One, hunger and thirst. Hunger and thirst. After who? After God. I love Psalm 63 so much. From verse 1. I love it. He said, oh God, you are my God. More like, hey, hey, I just want to come with you. There's no other place to go. So that's what hunger does. If you are hungry and you are eating many food at the same time, you will have constipation. But if you are hungry and you stay on a meal, you will have satisfaction. And you will know when to stop. And this one, we are not even stopping. They said, oh God, you are my God. Hell will I seek you. So you must do something different in this second half of the year. You must pray. You must be guided by the Holy Spirit. He said, I will seek you. My soul tests for you. He said, my flesh longs for you. So he regards this present world and the policies. And can you see what is happening generally in our world? This one, IMF, that one, uh, United Nations, everything is promises, promises, promises that are not fulfilled. But he said, my own flesh will long for you in this dry and thirsty land where there is no water. What do I want to see? Verse 2, he said, I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. We are the sanctuary. We are the temple. So we must learn to look inward to see his power 
and his glory because his loving kindness is better than life and our lips shall praise him second half of the year the heart of gratitude so the number one thing to do is to hunger and task I don't know exact scripture now in the, in the book of Matthew chapter 6 the beatitude he said bless of chapter 5 bless are those who hunger and task after righteousness for they shall be filled can I have an amen tonight secondly lean into the Holy Spirit to hear him lean there are things that are tagged, that are customized. That's what that was. I mean, that's just the word that the Holy Spirit used in my heart. There are things that have been tagged in your name. There are things that have been tagged. A friend traveled and came in recently. He carried somebody's bag from the airport. The bag looks exactly the same, but the tag was different. So he had to return it. And the person who won the bag was so confident too that, I mean, it's my bag. Nobody will, it's not useful to that person. So, apart from the barrier of padlock and all that, so I believe in this second half, there are opportunities that are tagged in your name. Hey, in your company's name, in your family's name. There are, there are speaking engagement that you must be. There are platforms that you must be. There are conversations that you must be part of. There are, there are influence, things you have to influence for the kingdom of God in this second half. So, lean, learn into the, lean, lean, L-E-A-N. Lean into the Holy Spirit to hear him, to hear him, to hear him. And what are the scripture that helps us to understand that, oh, Matthew 5, 6, need scripture here. But what are the other scripture that help us to learn or lean into the Holy Spirit? Psalm 32 verse 8. You know some of these scriptures, beloved, please let them be part of you. It's just, that's, that's the way, that's the Christian life. That's the Christian life. A good herbalist knows incantation. That's even in the natural thing, a good one. We know incantations, we know which one is for which. He doesn't do general practitioner. So, for business, you must have these scriptures. For family life, you must have these scriptures. For career progress, you must have those scriptures. So, please learn to listen. Learn to listen. Learn to listen. A good aval is woman worship. So, Holy Spirit is Baba Onisha. Praise God. A good sorcerer, we read palms, we read things. We have the word to know the future. It's a deposit of the treasure of heaven. He said, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches. So, riches in glory, we must understand that what those riches are. And then access them. That's the second thing. Number three, we must learn to press into the flow. And you see, these two days we will see at the waters. That's what we do. Ezekiel 47. But you can't, I know that when people get to Lagos Babbage, if they stay on the brink, they still get wet. But hey, that's not where you should end your journey. Take 
a deep experience, get into the water. At the end of the day, don't just say, oh, when we come back, oh, I, I, I went to Lagos Barbish. So what is the evidence? Ah, these are the pictures. These are, hmm. Walk. Hanko deep. Kneel deep. Waist deep. Walk and swim in it. It's free. The Atlantic is largest fans of water. Your swimming doesn't disturb mine. If we know how to swim, we know how to swim. And there is a scripture that dropped in my heart again. It said, blessed are those who do business in great waters. I was watching a documentary in the office today. I don't know where I got, I don't usually do it. But about the Titanic. And I, I was just looking at, I mean, they, those people were so sure that nothing, in fact, they even blasphemed that even God can't, can't think that. But what am I saying? But do you know that close to 100 years, those things were still intact as seed birth? In fact, they, bring, they brought out some things for people to put closure. Some shoes were still there, they were there. Some uh, pockets watch, and families can identify who owns what. God in his infinite wisdom, despite the corrosion, those things are still intact at the seabed. How much more? Uh, because that's my, my take. How much more? God himself. Can we read together Romans 16.33? Romans 16.33. This is the person that we're dealing with. Romans 16.33. Thirty-three, eh? No, fifteen thirty-three is here. Yeah, two thirty-two for me. Let me let me check what I want to check to be sure. Is eleven thirty three. Eleven thirty three. He said, All the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. So there is a depth of his riches, there is a depth of his wisdom, there is a depth of his knowledge. Is that how unsearchable are his judgment and his ways past finding out? But we have a partnership with him. We have a divine partnership. We can access many things. We can access his wisdom. We can access his riches. We can access his judgment. We can access his knowledge. So, this today, please press into the flow. And then, fourthly, be divinely inspired to take your prophetic steps into this second half. Be divinely inspired. Be divinely inspired. I believe in my heart that upon our hearts, their courage will be released for action. And courage to trust him wholeheartedly. 
I'm not sure that in the natural things are going to change that much. But because we are saviors, we are deliverers, God will give us an insight into things and he will give us because this is the time for our own promotion. This is the time for our own enlargement. This is the time for our own leadership traits to emerge in our world. And prayer gives us that divine partnership and privilege to come, to pray, to see things, to hear things, to comprehend things. And then the courage to follow through those prophetic steps. Can we just pray? Pray in other tongues. I want us to pray for the next 10 minutes. Just pray, pray. If you want to stand up, you want to take a posture, just to please. I want you to just tear up yourselves in preparation. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenggy.org for more.